Red Business with Jonathan Healy. Hi there, thanks very much for joining us on this episode. We're going to talk about facelifts and we're going to talk about mortgages. Very different topics. I'm still trying to decompress after presenting the Neil Prendeville show for two days. So hopefully Red Business will get me back on track. And we're going to start with a bit of a, a sugar rush. It's been described as Cork's own Willy Wonka factory. And the owner of Shandon Sweets, Tony Lennon, has been dishing out the goodies to Cork and further afield for many, many years. It's a much-loved business that was set up by his granddad in the 1920s and they continue to make handmade sweets that are enjoyed right around the world. And given that it's Easter, we better talk to Tony Linhan. Tony, how are you? I'm great, Jonathan. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, lovely to talk to you. Um, come here to me. Your granddad set it all up, what, in 1928, wasn't it? He did indeed, Jonathan. He started it up in 1928 and he ran it until the mid-70s. Then my father took it over in 79, I think it was. And then he ran it until I took it over during the pandemic of all times in 2019. Yeah, obviously a great, great time to take over the business. But the thing is, even though we were in a pandemic and we were all stuck at home, we still needed a bit of sugar, didn't we? Well, we did, Jonathan. Do you know what I mean? And I know at the end of the day, it was a, a horrific time for everyone and a lot of people haven't recovered from it. But in a way, it was good for me because it kick-started another few things in my business, like an online shop or whatever, which put me further afield around Ireland, which I don't think I would have ever done because I was comfortable enough with my shop and whatnot. So doing that in the pandemic was the best thing to come out of it for me, Jonathan. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you recently were named Cork Person, not of the month, of the year, along with Angela <laughs> Cantwell of Angela's yes. Shop in Fountainstown. It just shows you how much Cork people love the tradition of sweet making. Exactly, Jonathan. It was like, that was an absolutely, it was a fantastic award. I never thought in a million years, and I think a lot of people are still scratching their head how I won it, but it was just absolutely fantastic to win it. And Angela, because we are, I suppose, both institutions in Cork City and Cork County. And I think that's what it was for. It was for the longevity, basically, of both businesses rather than the people getting it. The, the proliferation of sweets, I mean, they're everywhere, right? And, and it's great because we, we've got lots of good quality Irish sweets being made, including your yeah. own. But there's an awful lot of terrible sweets out there as well. I mean, are, are you are you a bit of a sweetie snob now, Tony, knowing what it can be like and then seeing what some kids are eating. Well, that's the thing, you see, Jonathan. Like, a lot of people um, are becoming more and more conscious of what they're giving their kids, whereas years ago, it was just sugar, 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 and they never even bothered reading the labels. They didn't care what was in it, whereas now you have to be so self-conscious of what it's inside in it. Like, most, if not all, of our products are natural-free, gluten-free, additive-free, and it makes an awful difference when it comes to kids because kids these days have, and even grown-ups, have allergies to this, allergies to that, and they've got just different uh, kind of varieties of needs when they're eating stuff. So that's exactly what my product does. Yeah, I'm appalled by my children not liking Dolly mixtures. I I, I mean, they are my (laughs) personal favourite sweet. And and they're kind of, and I I don't really turn well towards jelly babies either. So are you you having difficulty (laughs) capturing the younger audience? Well, like, I'm not really, do you know what I mean? Like, it's about 50-50, I think, Jonathan. Like, I get 50% older people, 50% younger people, but I kind of get with the younger people, they just go for something sour. 
They don't care about a flavour, whereas the older people go for a flavour like a, a peppermint, a strawberry, a butterscotch or whatever. The younger people, they just want something sour. They obviously don't have taste buds, I'd say, Jonathan. Yeah, but I think so. I think they've been worn <laughs> off them over the years by the sounds I of it. I think so. <laughs> What's the most popular thing you have? Is it still the clove rock? I mean, clove rock is a very cork it, sweet. It would be. Absolutely, Jonathan. And it has been since the day my grandfather started making them. Like we would sell hundreds and hundreds of kilos every couple of months of clove rock. They just seem to be, they just cork. People seem to love them. Absolutely. See, it's something to do with either the flavor or the color, the red and white or something. But they're synonymous with the cork and they're synonymous with us, with Shendon Sweets. It's what we're known for, yeah. Clove Rock. They'd be the oldest sweet we have. You have very traditional processes still. I mean, how did you learn them? I presume you learned them from your dad, who learned them from his dad. So have you changed the processes much over the years, with modernisation creeping into all of our lives? No, the only bit of modernization that has crept into it, Jonathan, really, is the the packaging, which has to get a little bit quicker. Obviously, when you get busy, you can't be hand packaging them. Other than that, they're still made by hand. And it just, it, it, it kind of ties in with the whole thing of being an artisan product or whatever. It, it, it just, they're made by hand. And that's the way we like to do it. And it's the only way you can make sweets properly is by hand. Yeah. And when you have the sweets then, because there's a whole different variety of them, when there you is. started trading online, was it the diaspora? Was it Cork people all around the world who went, oh, I'd love one of them. I'd love a packet of them. Or did you find a new audience that that uh, were looking for a product like yours, a handmade artisan Basically, sweet? that's what it was, Jonathan. People were looking for a natural product, a product that was made within Ireland, a product that was made within Cork, and a handmade product. So I supply all four. So as long as, as soon as people found that out, they just went absolutely bananas during the lockdown. I became so busy with the online shop, putting stuff all over Ireland, England, or whatnot. It was just unbelievable. Once people found out, and once the word got out there, that was it. It opened up a whole new market to me, Jonathan. Yeah. And and you have a runway now, that, that phrase they always use in business. You have a runway, you've an online store. Is the business yeah. in healthier nick now than it was when you took it over? No offence to your dad, to Dan, who did a great job over the years, but can, can you see a real opportunity for you now to continue to serve the customers you've gained and perhaps grow a little bit? Well, I can, Jonathan, and it it kind of it has to evolve the same as it evolved when my father took it over, and then when I took it over again, it evolved again because it came with online banking, with marketing, with everything else that went with it. You have to keep evolving, Jonathan. If you don't keep evolving in business, and if you stand still even for six months, you're going to sink. You have to keep changing packaging. You have to keep changing your markets. You have to keep changing this and that, and whatever. But the secret to the whole thing, I think, Jonathan, is selling a good product. Keep your product and don't drop your standards yeah. and you'll have no problems whatsoever. The weekend that's in it now, Tony, the place will be out the door with chocolate. I, 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 Bananas. I, we won't be able to move for chocolate. I mean, <laughs> I, are you a fan of chocolate or are you a more a sweet no. man? No, you don't like no. the chocolate, right? more a sweet man myself and thank God thousands of other people are in the city and we do give people online and in the shop, we give them a kind of a variety to chocolate because a lot of people, they can't eat chocolate, so they look for something yeah. else. So we do these goodie bags and we do whatever for Easter as a different, you know, 
a different way to go than an Easter egg. So what, what else are you selling now? What are the big sellers apart from the Clove Rock? What else could make me hungry here now? I really want some, Tony. <laughs> um, well, what we do at this time of the year and what's probably the most popular, and they go out in their thousands, they're little chocolate marshmallow cones. They're like a little biscuit cone with a marshmallow inside and a chocolate topping. Those things, at this time of the year, I'm shipping by the thousands. <laughs> I'm hungry now, Tony. You're killing me. Absolutely <laughs> killing me. Not to mention the fudge, not to mention all the other the, things that would be inside oh, yes. there. That, that you'd, and you'd the chocolate sell. honeycomb. Oh, that yeah. would be another big thing at ah, Easter time, the chocolate honeycomb. Tony, stop, will you? Please. I mean, I'm sitting in the studio <laughs> getting hungrier and hungrier. Um, what is the website? Because you are selling online. You can go up to Shandon Street and you can get the Shandon Sweets and they're there and you can, you can. meet themselves behind the counter. But where, if you're if you're further afield, where can you buy them? shandonsweets.com and it'll get you straight to my website and straight to my shop Jonathan okay well congratulations on helping evolve the business that your granddad James set up and that your dad did so well with over the years and with the best of luck to you Tony Linehan thanks for joining us on Red Business you're welcome thank you Jonathan see you bye now, whether you're looking for a mortgage or you have one, there's a ton of questions about mortgages and the market, and it keeps, keeps changing. So I'm catching up today with the mortgage coach himself, Joey Sheehan, to talk about a number of issues. How are you doing, Joey? I'm very good, Jonathan. How are you? I'm good. I was in a room full of mortgage advisors last week. I was hosting the AMA Awards, which is the industry group. And what I found fascinating was that it's a sector that's doing so well at the moment you're you're getting more market share people are trusting the advisors more they're coming back to them but then the tragedy on the far side is there's no houses for them to buy yeah there's, there's it's very interesting jonathan the broker share of the irish mortgage market has increased from around roughly 25 percent pre-pandemic going back you know three years ago to roughly around 45% now. So that's almost a double. I think people are seeing the value in contacting, you know, like the likes of us at My Mortgages or another broker and having access to a number of lenders with the one contact. So we have, I think we hold eight agencies at the moment. A couple of banks have left, uh, left KBC and Ulster Bank, as you're probably aware. And But we have still a, a great variety of lenders and we're seeing, you know, different policies for different people. So you might have a first-time buyer trying to maximise what they can borrow one bank might allow you know more variable income or bonus than another bank, which means they can basically borrow more. Some banks might do a self-build, um, whereas another bank mightn't. Uh, so there's all sorts of nuances, uh, Jonathan. So you know there's not a standard you know go-to bank for everyone. It's different for each individual and your own circumstances. Yeah. Um, so you know we, we have a great range. You know, it, it, but you mentioned the the banks leaving. So obviously KBC left, Ulster left, and and it made the consumer landscape look pretty bad. But are you saying that there's still a good variety of lenders if you go to someone like yourself you're not just going to be stuck with AIB Bank of Ireland and PTSB exactly so there's about there's about seven lenders in the market there um DCB rate is at about three and a half percent and on average you're probably borrowing now between you know still we'll say three and a half to four and a half so the overall the margins that the banks are charging relative to the ECB rate currently are actually quite competitive at the moment. So it is worthwhile shopping around and we'll do that for you. Now, there are some lenders that are charging higher rates that are differently funded. Uh, they're privately funded, so they're borrowing on the, the interbank market rates. Uh, so, so so some banks are charging up to 6%. So you could be with a bank today, Jonathan, that you're coming off a fixed rate. Maybe it was competitive up to now. You could be rolling to a rate of anywhere between 5 to 6%. Whereas there could be other banks in the market that will offer rates as low as 335 
So there can be up to a couple of percent a year saved on mortgages, which is huge yeah. when, when you factor in over the life of a you know, 30-year mortgage. And is, does that explain the, the rush to switch? Because that's what brokers have been really busy with in the last 12 months. People maybe, as you say, coming off a fixed rate or they're on a variable, it's gone bananas, there's a better option out there. And, and God forbid, even people who are on trackers that wouldn't be ideal are, are looking at getting off them, which was something they would have been told not to do a couple of years ago. Yeah, so a mortgage is the biggest investment in most people's lives. Um, you know, you're paying back hundreds of thousands of euro in interest and anything you can do to, you know, keep that under review on an annual basis, contact the likes of us. We we don't charge. I'm sure other brokers don't charge as well. A two minute phone call. Tell us which bank you're with, what rate is being offered. We'll know immediately. Is there better out there in the market? Um, and, and shop around and you can save tens of thousands. We've seen instances of people saving a hundred thousand euro in interest by literally switching from bank A to bank B. Simple as that. So what should people do right now? Because the, the ECB has been pushing up and up and up and they've begun up by three quarters of a point and half a percentage point and a quarter of a point. We don't know if they've topped out yet, but it's putting people under tremendous pressure. Yeah, so people have seen um, interest rate, rates rise by, if you're on a tracker rate, 200,000 with about 20 years remaining, there's about 4,200 uh, per year, about 350 a month extra every year that people are paying, assuming that rates stay where they are. That could rise further. So what I'd say is that whether you're on a tracker rate, a fixed rate, a variable rate, no matter what your circumstances are, call us at my mortgages. There's no charge. Tell us what you have. Tell us what you want to do. If you're going to happy to stay where you are, we'd say, look, the rate you're on. Yeah, perfect. Stay where you are. Do nothing. We might say, look, switch to a different lender. We might say, stay with the same lender and refix for a longer period. There's all sorts of options, but people should just be addressing it and making a decision. Either way, even if that decision is to do nothing, you need to take a hold of this and don't don't be dictated to by the banks. You need to take control of this yourself. Yeah. Are, are, are there people struggling, Joey? Because I, I did hear of just anecdotally a story of somebody who was waiting to sign off on a house and then an ECB rate change came in and all of a sudden they couldn't afford the repayments and they lost the house. And it, it just sounds so distressing for them. I mean, how do you advise people in that situation? And are people who six months ago, 12 months ago, could have afforded a new house, they've been squeezed out by the banks? Yeah, so let's say if somebody qualified for 300,000 of a loan amount six months ago and that that proven might be expiring now, rates with that particular bank might have increased by, you know, we'll just say 1%, which would be at least probably the minimum across the board with all banks. So that person will be stress tested at a slightly higher rate, an extra 1%. So if they were borderline to get approval for 300,000, if they needed the full 300,000, they might only qualify for now, you know, maybe 280, 270, 260, depending on their savings. Um, so yes, we are seeing people, you know, not, not, not regularly, but we are seeing some people that are not getting approved for as much today as they were six and 12 months ago. So the main thing you can do to eradicate that is to make sure you're saving enough. So if you think you should be saving, you know, between rent and savings, we'll say 1500 a month, put it up to 2000 if you can, 1800 whatever you can do. So whatever you think is required, talk to your broker, increase it. Because that's the main thing people are getting caught on is lack of savings and demonstrated proven repayment ability. So once you're doing that and everything's in order, you know, since since the 1st of January, the central bank has increased the lending limits. So first-time buyers, as well as separated and divorced people, which this is good news for them, can borrow up to four times income. Okay. So that was three and a half times income pre-January. So now you can borrow up to four times income. But the one caveat with that is to make sure that you're saving enough 
to back up that you could show the repayment ability for the four times income. Yeah, but of course, the, the, the same advice always goes. Speak to someone like Joey who knows what they're talking about because they will advise you in an independent way and they will get the best value for you if there's value to be found. What is the website for the mortgage coach again, Joey? Uh, they can go to mymortgages.ie and they'll find all the information they need there. Okay, mymortgages.ie. Joey Sheehan, the mortgage coach. Pleasure as always, my friend. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. A new clinic has just opened in Cork. It's kind of unique, though. First of its kind in the country, offering what they say is bespoke wellness and aesthetic treatments for women and men of all ages. It's called Anumi Medical at Penrose House and Penrose Key, and it's the concept of internationally recognised medical expert and key opinion leader, Professor Barry O'Reilly. Barry, I've built you up there. I, I, I hope you don't fall off that uh, pedestal at any stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, thank you, Jonathan, for that very kind introduction. It's lovely to talk to you. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing at Anumi Medical and why it's different to other clinics that kind of sound the same. Yeah, look, I mean, it is a, it's a very novel concept. <clears throat> and I guess um, I've been thinking about it for a number of years. I'm actually a, an obstetrician gynecologist in Cork for 19, 20 years now at this point. And, you know, what was apparent to me, you know, in dealing in, in women's health and, and looking after women over those years is that the, obviously the aesthetic industry, the Botox filler market, that type of thing had really taken off. And, you know, whilst there are lots of clinics <clears throat> and uh, beauticians and whatever else offering things like Botox and fillers and facial enhancements, it's only one aspect of a woman's well-being and health. And so... My feeling talk to my colleagues in setting this up was all about how important it is to look after their health and wellness within as well as outside. So, you know, there's no point in, in looking facially good if you've got arthritis and you can't walk up the stairs. So, you know, we, we offer kind of a, a holistic kind of care package of yeah. both gut health, for example, hormonal health, HRT for menopause, uh, joint health, you know, with uh, regenerative treatments as well as the standard Botox fillers and that type of thing as well. Yeah. But for us, it was about a, a more holistic approach to, to this, and, yeah. and that's quite unique in it, this country. It, it's not all about just being pretty. Uh, there, are, there are other things that make you feel better. It's interesting you touched on menopause, because obviously there's been a huge conversation around that with the likes of Davina McCall mm. pushing that. And, and that's somewhere for women to turn. A lot of women, so many women who are in that period in their in their late 40s or 50s or whatever they are they don't know where to go so could could that be an option to go to see you guys to say well here i am here's the list of things that i feel are wrong with me can you help yeah i mean it, there was a really important part of, of what we were developing was to, to provide that type of service and we're very fortunate to have uh, dr claire cromwell who's a gp with a huge special interest in, in menopause care uh, who's joined our clinic, so she'll be offering consultations two, three times a week. Uh, but what's important is, you know, you know, the, these women going through menopause, and, and they were really a lost generation where there was no HRT available for about 20 years there until suddenly over the last two or three years, probably due to Joe Duffy and Davina McCall and these people bringing it to, to open conversation again. So so there's a huge demand, but very little um uh, care out there, I guess, or specialists who can, who can look after women like this. But what's important is not just their hormonal health, but mental wellness. You know, do they feel well facially? Uh, what I deal in particularly is is uh, urogynecology or pelvic floor dysfunction. So with menopause comes a lot of intimacy problems uh, with vaginal dryness, incontinence, and that type of thing. So 
all of these things, whereas menopause might be just, you know, just the, the consultation with our, our specialists, there are lots of different aspects to holistic care that, that women need. Mm. It's not just women, though. You're, you're looking to bring men into the practice as well. So w- what services are available for men? Well, for, for men, it's it's a very similar concept. I mean, as, as men age, I mean, they, they go through their menopause, I suppose, is, is what's often termed. So, so hormonal wellness, mental wellness, but also the aesthetics areas. And, and, and men, you know, at a younger age from, from 20 upwards are, are very body conscious. And, you know, what we offer are very bespoke kind of treatment options with laser therapies. Uh, so the, the laser that we use is a very particular one. That's the only one of its kind in Ireland. Uh, but it provides an awful lot of different treatments. Uh, small example being a 4D non-surgical facelift. So one thing that, that's very much in vogue, I think, or, or should be the future, is whilst we offer injectable therapies for Botox and fillers, lots of women don't, or men don't want needles. They don't want foreign substances being injected into their face. So the, the laser that we use is, is very is very refined in terms of enhancing the collagen and, and uh, the underlying parts of the skin to, to improve things in, in a more natural way. So, so men can, uh, can uh, get that type of, of treatment. We offer uh, particular machineries that, that stimulate the pelvic floor muscles, that stimulate the abdominal muscles for, for men who want a better uh, body shape. So, so oh, yeah, yeah, you're not going to tell areas. you. You're not going to tell me you can turn my beer keg into a six pack now, can you? <laughs> I don't know if we can do that. Uh, <laughs> I've never met you, but we can certainly do our best. But uh, yeah, you know, along with those treatments, you know, and, and those are very, very good treatments. Uh, in fact, I've had some of the treatments myself on my, on my stomach. I haven't got a six pack. But what's very important is not just to offer that, and that's the problem. Some of the clinics around the country is they they encourage patients just come in have this treatment and nothing else for us what we're offering is kind of a six month if you like bespoke package of yeah. care there's no point in having this tummy tightening technique if you're eating terribly and you, you know absolutely you're, yeah, exactly you're, 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 you're just going to undo the good of it straight away what what are the things you mentioned a couple of things there that would worry people and uh, i don't know maybe five years ago they might have gone to the GP and the GP might have referred them on GP practices are under tremendous pressure right now and they don't sure. necessarily have time to do the holistic stuff but they want to and the GPs will do their best but they don't always get the opportunity uh, do you need a GP referral to go into you? No absolutely not I mean it's it's uh, take the number ring up make an appointment you'll meet one of our medical specialist staff I mean that's the other important thing that to, to outline is that we have um, it's a medically provided service or special service, so it's it's not like some of these other Botox or filler kind of shops. It, it's it's very much a medically provided service. So you, patients just ring up uh, and, and talk to our, our um, facilitators, our coordinators, and they go through. You basically take time with that consultation to tease out what does that individual need, you know, and what they might come in with, for example, might be, I, I'd like Botox, I've had it done before, I'd like you guys to do it. Well, they'll be taken through a consultation where, you know, our, our uh, medical doctors will, will talk to the patient about, well, how about other things, you know, how is your mental well-being, <clears throat> how is your diet, how is your physical health, are there any other things that we can look after for you at the same time? So it's about creating that bespoke package okay. care. At the website, if people are looking for it, it's Anumi Medical. It's spelled A-N-U-M-E Medical.com. Professor Barry O'Reilly, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. 
Most welcome. Thank you very much, Jonathan. That's it for this episode of Red Business. Thank you so much for listening. Fiona Corcoran was the producer. All episodes are available on redfm.ie and we'll catch you as always on the next one. Get the Red Business Podcast every week with Jonathan Healy at redfm.ie and wherever you get your podcasts.